재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Anita, you gotta know this. Never trust an atom. What? Why? They make up everything. <laughs> well, I can't trust you. Well, it's part of my English. Pardon my English. Everything to do with lies, deceit, and trying to... create mischief uh, expressions today that uh, I'm sure that we've all used. I was looking through that and I was thinking, you know, of all the part of my English expressions, uh, a, lot, a lot of times I, I don't use them. They're just random uh, words put together. Phrases that I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, I've heard that before, but it's not part of my vocabulary. Although I do use some of these and I'm thinking, well, maybe that's because I'm involved in a little bit too much lying, too much deceit in my life. Too much mischief. What are you up to, Lee? Well, red herring. A red herring. What is that? Start it off, shall you? All right. A red herring. It is a dried, smoked herring, which yes. is turned red by the smoke. Interesting. Uh, something, especially a clue, that is intended to be misleading or distracting. Okay. So, uh, for example, we can say the police investigated many clues, but they were all red herrings, mm-hmm. leading them to the wrong location. Or you could say that kid... That kid was just a red herring to prevent his friends from being caught in the act. Were you one of those friends? Was I the red herring? I think I play the red herring often. <laughs> Create a distraction. I, was, I think I was pretty good at keeping my calm. Like, let's say we were, we were about to get caught for something. So I'd go out and meet the teacher and just like, start talking with them and engaging <laughs> them. To give the, the, the guys time to cover up what was going on. Right. You know, so I would just come, I would just come present a... Uh, A problem or, or, or a question. <laughs> I remember one time I asked my teacher about nuclear, like how do nuclear, I was thinking about nuclear reactors and nuclear bombs. And how old were you? Asking, this was in high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were like a fifth grader. No, 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 no. All righty. Where does the origin come from? All right. Red herrings. They are, uh, red herrings are herrings that have been smoked so long that they turn dark red, as we said before. They can be preserved for months at the cost of being extremely smelly and uh, inedible unless soaked in water. And people started to use the smelly fish to train their hounds for, uh, for training hunting dogs. Uh, they originally dragged a, a dead cat uh-huh. or fox along a trail to mark a scent. But if a dead cat or fox wasn't available, a red herring could be used. Smoked herring have a strong smell, so the fish flesh could be used to create trails for the dogs to follow, helping them to learn uh, to follow a scent. Wow. Now, of course, you've seen the movies where... The criminal's running away, mm-hmm. and they've got the dogs. The search dogs. And then you think, oh my gosh, he's going to get caught. But then all of a sudden the dogs, they, they, they follow some trail, and it just ends up at a tree. And you realize that the guy, he's doubled back. Yeah. He's doubled back on his trail and taken a different trail, and you know that classic Absolutely. plot example. Yeah. Well, if you feel like your friend has done something wrong, then maybe if you don't want to get involved, you can turn a blind eye. That's right. Pretend not to notice to ignore something completely. You know. Very well in your mind that it is wrong. So, for example, my manager often turned a blind eye to bullying in the workplace. Mm-mm-mm. Or you could say, some teachers were turning a blind eye to smoking in school. What? You have to turn more than a blind eye because you can smell that. That's true. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, there, was a, there was a show that kind of made fun of that. If you see people, uh, because it, it sticks to your Your clothes, but also sticks to your fingers. Oh, so right. So if you see a, a, 
a handbag or a school bag with chopsticks in them, then you know that person. Oh may be yeah, smoking. just because you know they could. There's so many ways to deceive other people. Right. I did. I did hear that the way to check uh, students was not actually do the breath test. It was like, do the finger test. Yeah. Smell the fingers. <laughs> Hard I'm sure to, there's a lot of yeah. pranks in that one as well. Hard to get rid of. All right, where did this come from? Well, the origin of this phrase goes uh, back to the Battle of Copenhagen, which pitted a fleet of British ships against a joint fleet of Danish and Norwegian ships. And uh, a one-eyed man by the name of Vice Admiral Nelson was leading the British charge in a ship. So the battle raged on and the, and the British lost more and more ships. So this vice admiral superior decided the best course of action was to pull out of the conflict. So to do so, he had to signal Nelson's ship by waving a series of flags. But Nelson, who believed they could actually win the battle if they kept pushing forward, had other plans. He raised a telescope to his blind eye and proclaimed... I have only one eye, and I have a right to be blind sometimes. I really do not see the signal. Oh, wow. My goodness. So he literally turned his blind eye to the telescope, refusing the signal to retreat, and continued fighting. It was an action that uh, ultimately ended up paying off because he led the British fleet to a decisive victory that turned the tides of the conflict. So with that said, some historians believe that uh, this war, or his war, we should say, Nelson's war story was actually a myth. But because of the persistence of the story, many believe it to be true today and uh, probably most likely happened in some form or another. I see. Well, there you go. A blind eye coming into your advantage. You're not going to be able to pull the wool over that eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, pulling the wool over someone's eyes, it means to deceive someone by telling untruth. So, for example, you could say he, he is, uh, he's totally broke. It's just trying to pull the wool over your eyes. Okay. Trying like, to get your pity. Yeah. Get your pity money. Or like he's, we say, you owe me money. I'm, what? I don't have money. I'm totally broke. Really? Or are you just pulling the wool over your eye? Oh, okay. Uh, he tried pulling the wool over our eyes by hiding the profits in separate accounts. We are quick enough to catch onto a scheme. Shady business. There you go. You can pull the wool over everyone's eyes in some fashion or another. Where did this come from? Well, this idiom, it originated from the old days when gentlemen were supposed to wear powdered wigs like the ones still worn by the judges in British courts. Right. We talked about... Yeah, somehow wigs always make their way. Baking it in the oven. That's right. (laughs) Get that thing nice and poofy. Uh, At that time, the word was then a popular joking term for hair. And the expression, pull the wool over his eyes, came from the practice of tilting a man's wig over his eyes so he couldn't see what was going on. You know what's funny is that there used to be that thing in school where someone had a backwards cap or something like that. And you would you would come and knock the back of that right. cap so it, you know, either off their head or it would come down in front of their eyes. Or the hood. Oh, right, the hood. Yeah, you pull the hood down. Uh Yeah, absolutely. Pull the strings. Uh, Very last one, spin a yarn. Tell a long, far-fetched story, exaggerated. For example, there are stories about courage of many warriors who know, uh, who knows if they are just spinning yarns. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the explanation for this, yarn is uh, an original definition that refers to spun fiber, as we know, such as cotton, wool, silk, and so uh, so forth, which are prepared for using in 
weaves or, or knits and things like that. So back in the day, lots of sailors were required to spend long, tedious time spinning and twisting yarn to make ropes needed to keep their sailing ship sound. And while making their ropes, they told each other about death-defying experiences they had gone through, such as dramatic shipwrecks and bloody battles and things like that. But all these stories seemed quite implausible, which is how it came to be far-fetched stories. Spin a yarn. Well, there you have it. That was part of my English. We'll leave you guys with Selena Gomez. Here's Bad Liar.